Hey everybody, yes, yeah, uh, going to be probably hopefully a short topics on my mind today, but welcome to this live edition. I would have done this a little earlier, except I decided to lay down a little bit, kind of take a nap. I was feeling tired, uh, got up early and all that, so, you know, uh, it's just one of those days. And also, like I said earlier, you know, um, in the in the live uh, package opening, you know, had family, I had my mom's day home yesterday because she wanted to recharge her batteries and everything kind of mentally and physically just recharge her batteries even though it hasn't been that long since you know she started back at work you know you know um working at the preschool she works at but still she just wanted to like i said recharge her batteries and everything and that's just about it i mean so it's you know it's kind of like what i did a couple months ago you know when i uh needed to recharge my batteries mentally and physically for about a week from work because we were so busy, you know, it's like it was almost nonstop, um, if you will. So, yeah, that's basically what she decided to do. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, the, the coke came up a little bit. Anyway, like I said, I want to try to do this real quickly. Um, well, I can. Uh, but anyway, the topics we're going to talk about today, like I said, it's just going to be real short. Um, and topics we're going to touch upon today, and if I have to get up and the phone rings, it's because my mom's calling me to let me know where she's at or what she's doing before she heads home. But anyway, getting on to the four topics that we're going to talk about. Number one, the future of the stimulus bill. Will we get one or not? Second, Will Andrew Yang still go after Vince McMahon even if Trump's re-elected? Three, Regal Theaters temporarily shuts down to at least next year. Will AMC be next? And four, um, finally, is SD Standard Definition Blu-ray and perhaps SD Standard Definition 4K Ultra Blu-ray the future for complete animated series of the 70s, 80s, 90s, etc. to be released finally. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that um, as well. As I make a few uh, corrections here. Hold on, guys. There we go. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. So, you know, let's get going here, shall we? Let's talk about the first topic. And this is something that just got broke moments ago, I guess you could say half hour ago, and people are still talking about it. That is the future of the second stimulus bill. Will we get one or not? And a lot of people are divided by this because basically what just happened is Trump has not shut down, despite what people may say. He has not shut down, but he's temporarily... Um, he's temporarily put on hiatus. Uh, again, he hasn't shut down any communication, but he's basically 
from what the wording we're trying to get is he's temporary temporarily halted uh, you know the ongoing uh, basically what he's done is he hasn't suspect well yeah he's kind of halted and yeah basically he's halted he hasn't shut down he's kind of suspended uh, halted if you will put on hiatus any further developments for a second stimulus. Uh, the reason he did this apparently uh, was due to the fact that it wasn't because he wants to hold America hostage, according to some reports. No, it's mainly because there are things in there that he, some, most of the Republicans and even some Democrats and liberals and independents, uh, there are some things in there that not a lot of people, like I said, from, you know, a majority of Republicans to some Democrats, believe it or not, to some members of the independent party and the liberal parties, there are some things in there that nobody really agrees with. Nobody really agrees upon that Pelosi feels is right to be passed to get the stimulus bill, you know, out there for the American people. And part of it, I think, is trying to utilize the stimulus bill to, you know, have people, I, I don't know, uh, what what the thing is, but basically, the situation is the stimulus bill uh, will not be passed as uh, basically um, yeah, he will not, uh, he's rejecting Nancy Pelosi's proposal because basically her proposal is to use some of the stimulus bill that is supposed to go to the hardworking Americans, small businesses, and all that, and use it to try to fix a lot of the cities that have been damaged because of the riots and the terror and the, you know, in-country, in-state terrorism and vandalism and all that. The, you know, all, you know, everything that's been set ablaze, been destroyed, been basically ruined by, you know, rioters and all that. Um, according to the bill, from what I can understand, and from what I can understand, she wants to use part of that, if not a majority of that, to pay for that. And that, from what I'm guessing they're getting from here, is people would still get something, but it wouldn't be like, let's say, another 1200 It'd probably be less than that, because a majority of it's going to these cities. And Trump and others, including Democrats, some Democrats are like, no, no, that's not what's going to happen here. We're not going to go that route because, one, that's not helping the people. And, two, what it's really helping or who it's really helping is you guys. You just want to have that extra money in your pocket. The way Trump and Republicans and some Democrats and some members of independent liberal parties, they're basically looking at Pelosi's idea mentally in their mind or mentally in their mind, they're looking at Pelosi being like, ooh, if I pass this bill, if I get this stimulus bill passed and signed, it'll put money in my pocket. <laughs> oh, 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 wait, money that I can save to my retirement. <laughs> that's what they're thinking. That's what they're thinking. They're thinking that's Nancy's thing to go, Nancy's plan is to put money in her and other Democrats' pockets so that, let's say, in her case, she can retire more happier than ever and go like, <laughs> well, uh, all that matters is I have money. This country can suffer. <laughs> and 
again, that's just, I know that's an exaggeration. I do apologize. But that's how Trump and others are looking at it. Like, wait a minute, you know, she doesn't care about the, you know, the people. She, you know, if she cared about the people, she would make a stimulus bill that was very identical somewhat to the last one. And it goes off and that it would go out to help the small businesses and the hardworking people. Uh, but from what he, um, but from what obviously has been, uh, I guess, proposed in this bill, that that's not the case. So, yeah, uh, it's, you know, it doesn't look um, particularly good. Look, I'll admit, you know, I'll admit uh, that, yeah, it's not a particularly good um, idea for Trump to do the, do something like this. You know, you know, maybe shut this down, especially after he's gotten out of the hospital from having the virus or at least recovering from the virus. So I'll admit it's probably not, a, it's not a good look for him, especially going into, um, you know, you know, it's particularly not a good, like I said, good idea to um, probably make this decision moments after you come back or you're discharged from the Walter Reed Medical Center. But, you know, there are some people, there are some people that are like, you know, look, you know, you, you know, I mean, okay, what I'm trying to say is there are some people that are like, look, you, you don't get it. Trump is not trying to hold us hostage. He's just trying to, what, what, what I'm trying to say, and I know some people are saying, see, you can't even think of what to say hey, to defend him. Look, I'm not defending him. Like I said, him making this decision in the eyes of a lot of people, it's not a good idea. I mean, I'm sure even the supporters for him are like, you know, what are you thinking? What are you doing? But I, but again, I think what he's trying to point out is what he and others are trying to point out to you, even other supporters, is that, yes, he wants to get a stimulus bill out there for the people, but not a stimulus bill that's going to basically, a majority of it's going to be, you know, is going to be uh, targeted towards rebuilding democratically destroyed cities that the governors and the mayors should be the ones paying for and not the people, not the American people. So that that's my thought process on it. Again, you could, now here's the thing, you guys could probably see, look this up. You could probably find it on, uh, on Google and all that. But basically that that's, that that's kind of the, feeling I'm getting out of this is, you know, Trump wants to get a stimulus bill passed, but he doesn't want to get a stimulus bill that's going to basically, you know, be targeted more towards repairing cities, democratically run cities that, you know, should have, that have been rioted and vandalized and all that because the mayors and the governors that are Democrat don't want to get off the, you know, what's to do something about it. He's saying, hey, that's their responsibility, not the American people. The money needs to go to the hardworking American people and the small businesses that need to get back on their feet. So, yeah, I mean, so again, you know, I completely, you know, I completely kind of like can kind of see where he's coming from, what others are coming from. Um. Now, him coming out and saying, oh, I'm not going to pass a stimulus bill 
you know, until after I win the election. That might be a little pompous on his part. I will give him, I will admit that. You can't just say you're going to, you know, pat ask something. Hold on, guys. Be right back. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Like I told you at the beginning, I was going to get that call and everything. But anyway, uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. And the thing is, you know, I'll admit kind of saying that, you know, he's not going to pass a stimulus until after he's elected might be a little pompous. Uh, But it's kind of like my mom says, you know, basically God has a reason and a plan for everything. And... You know, God, in her mind, and and I'm sure other people's mind, has a reason for Trump kind of being in a position where he was similarly four years ago, where you think he's about out of it, and then all of a sudden, bam, he comes right back. So, um, so I wouldn't count him out, even if he's down according to certain polls. I mean, I like what one guy on Fox News said that was being interviewed. He said, look, I don't give credit to the CNN polls because, you know, they they don't tell the truth. He basically called out CNN for the false, you know, false reporting or false polling of how far and ahead Biden is over Trump and and stuff like that. The the point is, though, again, I will agree, despite whether you, you know, believe he's going to be reelected, which a lot of people feel he is going to get that opportunity, because, as I said before, history has shown that every time a president runs for re-election in recent years, he's been re-elected. I mean, if you don't believe me, look at George W. Bush. Look at Barack Obama for recent examples of, you know what I mean? They've been re-elected after running once again. So, yeah, I definitely think he may have that chance. But if Biden gets in, then God has a reason for Biden getting in. You know, who knows? Um, but point is, you know, I will admit that it's kind of um, cocky for for Trump to come out and say, yeah, you know, well, I wouldn't say cocky, but, well, a little bit cocky, but, um, you know, I I just think, I mean, I will admit that, you know, like I said, I think it is a bit cocky. It's a bit, a little bit of a, a too early to come out and say, hey, I'm going to do this once I win. You know, we, you know, you just got to wait and see what happens. You just got to wait to see what happens. Um, you know, basically, it's, I will admit, it's kind of premature for him to say that. Now, you also got to realize, too, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy. You know, he just uh, got out, he just got discharged uh, from the hospital. So, excuse me. So, by be, being discharged from the hospital, you know, he's not going to, he's not going to, he's going to try to, get back to normal, semi-normal while he's still in confinement, but he's not, but he's not thinking straight because one, he has to be checked on and maybe given a shot or something like that every day. 
So his mentality is not in the best shape right now, but he's at least he's trying to get it straight. He's trying to get it focused on what needs to be done and maybe make it, making a pompous, that's what I was saying earlier, a pompous uh, announcement in the eyes of a lot of people of, oh, I'm going to pass the stimulus once I win. You know, that is a little premature, but again, there's always a reason for everything. And, and, you know, like I said, you know, my mom um, has always had this belief that um, he's, that God has a reason for certain things happening the way they do. I mean, if Biden wins by, you know, you know what, who's to say Biden won't be, you know, a choice that, you know, for some of us that may be against him, we'll be surprised by maybe, you know, maybe he'll be the, the choice that we need, even if it's for one term. Maybe this might be the start of the era where the president only has one term and then another president has one term or whatever. You know, give every individual man and woman a chance. So I don't know. But right now it looks more like Trump is going to get that reelection, even though some polls will say otherwise in article and some articles will say otherwise um, as well. But again, the getting back on topic here, you know, the future of the stim- second stimulus bill, will we get one or not? Um, you know, I, I think we will. Honestly, I will. I think we honestly will get a stimulus. And I think what's going to happen in the next 28 days before the election is uh, Pelosi, whether she wants to do it or not, if she wants to keep her seat, because even her butt's on the line in this election year, if she wants to keep her seat at the House of Representatives, then she's going to have to come up with a, a stimulus to where even if she doesn't like, even even if she doesn't like what she'll have to add to it or have to change up to make it more appealing to Trump and the Republicans, she's going to have to do it. Whether she wants to do it or not, she's going to have to look at the stimulus she has right now and be like, okay, what can I do to change this to make it more appealing? And then she's going to see all the proposals they point out and she's going to have to realize, oh, great, I have to take those out and do it this way just to get it passed just so I can hopefully keep my seat. And that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, I honestly think we, I honestly think we will get one. I don't, I definitely feel we'll get one before the end of the year. End of the year. Um, I think even if he doesn't get a reelection, I think Trump out of the, I guess you could say as an early Christmas gift, we'll say, look, even if I, even, even though this is my last, my only term, I'm going to help you people out. I'm going to give you what you want. Boom, whatever. So I, I think it's going to happen. I think it will. And um, we'll have to, you know, see what the outcome is. But I don't think we're going to, honestly, though, to really get it started, to really help us out, I don't think we'll have to wait till after election, the election for something to, come out of this, I think, honestly, we're going to probably get some kind of news and everything in the next several weeks. And, you know, God willing, you know, you know, God willing, he's going to do it. He's going to, you know, he's going to uh, basically do his will on He's going to God willing, he's going to do his will. And he's going to basically make Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats realize, look, you have good intentions. But right now, you need to focus on these people and not what you want. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, the, hopefully um, Nancy, 
So basically, I believe God's going to probably move Pelosi and the Democrats to correct their decision or correct course for right now and do what's right right, to get money in the pockets of the American people. So, yeah, I do think we'll get one. And I think I don't think we'll have to wait till after Election Day or before Election Day to or on Election Day to um, uh, kind of. basically get some kind of result as to what will happen. I don't think we'll have to wait. Okay, so on to the next topic. Speaking of Democrats and everything, that, you know, certain Democrats or politicians of any party that people are kind of cool with either way. Number two, second topic here is, Will Andrew Yang still go after Vince McMahon even if Trump's reelected? Now, I kind of asked a similar question to the Schleg Daddy, Jeff Siegel, on OTR Central doing one of his Q&As this past uh, Sunday. And he basically kind of gave his opinion. He said that if Biden wins the election, then he definitely sees, you know, Andrew Yang going after Vince McMahon no matter what. He'll get that, you know, he'll see the opportunity right in front of him and he'll take it. Uh, But he did agree that if it doesn't happen, you know, then Andrew Yang's either going to have to um, come up with some kind of solution because he'll still have some pull a little bit, if not a lot of pull, but he'll have to come up with some kind of like a proposition, proposal, whatever, to kind of, you know, kind of, um, I I don't know what you would call a rallying or whatever to kind of plead the case of what's going on with companies like WWE and what Vince McMahon um, is doing. Because basically, you know, Andrew Yang is calling out Vince McMahon for basically, um, how do I put it? He's calling out Vince McMahon for being nothing more than a hypocritical liar. Now, especially with the fact that Vince McMahon has come out and unless there's some kind of correction, um, is basically telling every single superstar, hey, it doesn't matter now whether or not you run your Twitch channel or your YouTube channel, your Cameo channel under your real name, we're still going to take control. You'll get a percentage of it, but we're going to have control on it. We'll have like the final say and stuff. And Andrew Yang hears this along with other people and hearing anonymously through from some disgruntled superstars about this, not showing what's going on. Um, Andrew Yang has basically not made it a main priority, but he's made it one of his top priorities to basically get Vince McMahon to admit, acknowledge whether or not, to finally acknowledge, I should say, that his independent contractors are really employees. And that because they're really employees, this is why WWE is justified in doing what they're doing. But if they're independent contractors, then they shouldn't be uh, dealing with anything or they shouldn't have no association whatsoever. You know, they shouldn't have no association whatsoever with uh, trying to take control of their Twitch channels or their YouTube channels or the cameos or whatever. So, again, the question is, will Andrew Yang still go after Vince McMahon if Trump's reelected? And my honest opinion is, I think he will. 
I think Andrew Yang will try to find a way to go after Vince McMahon. I mean, he'll still have some political pull. Let's not forget, he ran for president this year for a brief time, kind of had to pull out because I think he realized, hey, I'm not going to probably, you know, get the nomination for Democratic representation. So he pulled out, but he still has some pull. You know, he's going out, he's talking to people like Chris Van Pupe, uh, not Pupe, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Uh, Chris Van Pleep, Pleet, oh, yeah, Chris Van Pleet. He's going out to talking to guys like him. He's talking to Wrestling Inc. He's talking to other, you know, news media outlets. You know, Fox News, CNN, you know, MSNBC, you name it, CBS. Uh, he's talking to some sports outlets like ESPN, Fox Sports, and he's basically pleading his case. And he's pleading his case and pointing out a lot of the evidence that, you know, the WWE, Vince McMahon, um, is a liar. That he's a liar. He's a hypocritical liar. And that the men and women that work for him are not independent contractors. They're actually employees. And that if they are independent contractors, if he still wants to stand by that statement, then he has to let them do their own thing and not interfere. So... So, yeah, basically, um, you know, so, yeah, basically, Andrew Yang is determined to kind of bring Vince McMahon down to reality, like either get him to agree e that if these are independent contractors, like he says, then he should just let them do what they want and not interfere. But if they are employees, then he just should come out and say it and, you know, and be done with it. So that would just so in a way it would justify, you know, their decisions, you know, to do the things that they're doing doing when it comes to like some of the social social media channels uh but again going back to what i was going back to the topical question do i think andrew yang will still go after vince mcmahon yeah i really do i mean you know jeff said it best and when he answered my question you know he he feels that he'll try to plead his case he'll try to make a proposal stuff like that he'll try to get some kind of anchor into the ground when it comes to addressing this towards like the Senate or the, the house and all that and making them realize, Hey, look, or even some sporting major sporting uh, agency, well, not agencies, but unions and all that, whatever conglomerates, if you will, and try to make them realize, Hey, look, this guy doesn't treat his, you know, this guy says his superstars, his men and women are, you know, his athletes are independent contractors but if they are, why is he doing this to them? Why don't they, you know, you know, why are they being told they can't do this when if they're independent contractors, they should do whatever they want? Heck, they should be able to appear in another wrestling promotion without trouble. You know, stuff like that. So, so it's going to be uh, really interesting where this goes if Trump's reelected. Because even if Andrew Yang doesn't get some kind of political position in the House, I could definitely see him doing his damnedest, excuse my language, God, to really, you know, get this rallying, to get this, get people to rally behind this political sports, political wise, athletic wise and all that to get a lot of people from all these different areas, political, you know, political areas, athletic areas, you name it, entertainment, get them behind this and get them to try and basically by getting enough of the resources he would need, even if even if Trump is reelected, to kind of basically bang, if not break down the door on Vince McMahon and make Vince McMahon realize, 
or acknowledge, okay, my superstars are employees, or okay, they're independent contractors, they can do what they want. You know, I won't interfere. Or something like that. So anyway, like I said, I, I think I think honestly it's um it's gonna be a really like I said, it's gonna be a really um interesting uh scenario in the next couple of month a couple of weeks, if not the next year or so. But I truly believe he's still going to go after him. I think no matter what, he's going to go after him. I mean, if you look at the fact that, you know, a lot of people that didn't win political office or didn't win a presidential bid still have some say around here. They still have some influence no matter where they go. And I think Andrew Yang, even if Trump gets reelected, will do what he has to do to address the situation, bring it to light, and finally get some kind of resolution out of it. So I think that's what's going to happen Happen um, when it's all, in the long run, even if Trump's reelected. I still think he'll go after him, and he's going to find a way. He's going to gather all the resources he needs, politically, sports-wise, entertainment-wise, to you know bring you know bring a resol- to get a resolution done and get Vince to either admit that the, in his superstars are employees, and that's why they're justified in doing what they're doing, or oh, if he's going to stand by them being independent contractors. That basically, you know, he he has to admit to let them do whatever they want and not interfere. All right, so on to the third topic. The third topic today is Regal Theaters temporarily shuts down to at least next year. Will AMC be next? Um, just going to make this real quick in case you guys don't know. Uh, because there's no new movies going around and because a lot of major studios have pulled back on some of the films uh, with a few exceptions. Regal Theaters has said Cineworld, Cinemark that owns them basically, you know, has come out and said, you know what? There ain't going to be no new movies. What's the point of staying open? We can't keep rerunning some old films that people can stream, you know, or watch from home, either by popping in a Blu-ray, 4K or DVD. You know, so what's the point of remaining open? You know, so what we're going to do is we're going to shut down. We're going to full log, full log, you know, lay off, full log. Uh, some of our employees to at least next year. And, you know, honestly, that is disappointing to hear. I know some Regal Theaters will not probably abide by that because they, they're like, look, you know, people need to make a living. We, I don't want, we don't want to do that. Though, so they'll try to stay open. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, it, like I said, it's disappointing, but you can't blame them because, you know, they're losing money by just rerunning running, uh, movies that have already been in the theaters that now people can watch at home. Uh, but here's the interesting question, though. Even though they're making the decision to at least next year to reopen, which I'm pretty sure by the time we get to the beginning of next year, they're going to say, hey, we're reopening at the start of the new year. Okay, fine. And the other thing that this does from a bright, from a silver lining standpoint is it gives them enough time to put in more of that protocol to be like, okay, we want a capacity crowd. We need to make sure things are safe, safe and everything for a huge crowd or decently sized crowd. But now the question is, will AMC be next? Um, that's hard to say. You know, a lot of people like Clownfish TV, you know, Neon and Geeky Sparkles believe AMC will be. I know John Campa or John Campy, uh, John Campa, the John Campa show feels the same way. Um, and several others have given their opinion that they believe AMC will follow suit, but 
Um, I think it's a waiting game. I think, you know, AMC, they have the rivalry with Regal and um, to see who's the top theaters. And I think from a business standpoint, AMC, they might consider doing the same thing just because, you know, they don't want to look bad. But then again, from a competitive standpoint, they're like, look, Regal just shut down. <laughs> they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to modify or stay safe or basically give a variety of product. You know, so what? We'll, so we're just gonna. So you know what? It shows that we're the most superior brand. So let's stay open, or let's remain open and continue giving a variety. And that may be, and that may be the case. But it's a wait to for me when it comes to AMC making the announcement that they may follow suit with Regal. It's a waiting game. Again, like I said, I know people. I know Geeky and Neon and Confish TV, John Camp, Ampa, and many others are basically saying it's just a matter of time, just days or something before they make that announcement as well. And that might be true, but um, it's a waiting game. And again, it's about it's a game about competition, issue between the two. And you know, AMC wants to prove that they're the better theater brand. So you know, if basically you know staying open while Regal shuts down is one way to prove that, then so be it. So uh, again, uh, this is just a real quick topic on this one. Just a quick answer and thoughts. Uh, do I think they'll be next? Um, as I say a lot, as a lot of people say in the videos, including me, let's wait and see because it's a waiting game. You know, it could be de- it could be tomorrow, it could be later this week where they make the same same announcement Regal did. So who knows? All right, so the, now on to the fourth and final topic, and I talked about this in a standalone video, but I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more on it, and that is is SD standard definition Blu-ray and perhaps SD standard definition. 4K Ultra Blu-ray, the future of complete, the future for complete animated series of the 70s, 80s, 90s, etc. to be released finally. Um, that is a good question. Is it the future? It's all up to the studios that want to, the, the distributors that have the licensing to the shows to distribute them on home video, on physical media, and streaming. Uh, it's up to them. That's all I could say. It's really up to them. I mean, I was just informed that Warner, Warner Brothers, through the Warner Archive, is going to be releasing Josie and the Pussycats on Blu-ray. Now, there was no announcement whether or not they're going to, you know, remaster Josie and the Pussycats or anything, because it sounds like they're basically just going to do, as I mentioned in the end of, in the uh, in the individual video earlier, it sounds like all they're going to do is dump uh, the uh, dump the uh, master tapes that they put onto DVD for the complete series for the original con- complete series DVD release onto Blu-ray. So that's basically what it sounds like they're going to do. And it looks like it could be one or two discs that they're going to do that on. Um, but is it the future? Again, like I said, it's up to the, the distributors. Um, I Like I mentioned in my video, I said that, um, you know, if... You know, Shout Factory wanted to make a buck, a quick buck with the Transformers Generation 1 series. They could take all uh, 98 episodes and dump them onto two discs along with the special features. You know, and when it comes to 4K Ultra Blu-ray, it would only take one disc and that's it. You know, same thing with Friendship is Magic. You know, even though most of that was on high definition when it came out originally, they could just, it's mostly been released on standard definition DVD. So all they would have to do is just dump those onto maybe five Blu-rays and, you know, sell that as a complete series set. 
And the fifth Blu-ray, like I said, could have the final episodes of the series along with the bonus features being, you know, uh, a decade of pony, a look at several conventions like BabsCon and BronyCon that help put the show on the map, as well as even include the made-for-television specials like Best Gift Ever on Rainbow Road Trip. You know, that, that's a possibility there. Um, but if it's ultra Blu-ray, but if they wanted to go the 4K route, uh, again, it would probably only take maybe two. Two, maybe three at most, but mainly, you know, mainly two. That's about it. Because you're cutting basically, you're cutting in half the usage of physical media to release uh, the show, uh, to release the show on. I mean, again, going back to what Discotech did with Samurai Pizza Cats, they basically took 52 episodes that were, com- that were released originally on eight individual discs as a complete series and dumped them onto one Blu-ray, onto one Blu-ray, and released it like that. And as a on a and released it like that on a, on standard definition Blu-ray and at least promoted it as standard definition Blu-ray. So again, is SD Blu-ray and S and perhaps if they wanted to go this route, SD 4K Ultra HD, uh, the uh, the future for release of classic animated shows of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and etc. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. But again, it's it's up. That, but like I said, it's up to the people that own the licenses. You know, again, if Encircle Entertainment, who I guess through the various video distributors, decided to, along with DHX, to uh, basically release Sonic Sat-A-M on Blu-ray, they know it only would take one disc to put all 26 episodes, including the bonus features, on there. And if they knew they wanted to release it on 4K then, heck, they could basically promote it as a Sonic Ultra Mega Mix and just promote the fact that on one 4K Ultra Blu-ray, you would get the complete series of all three 90s, of all three Sonic 90s cartoons. That includes Sat AM, Adventures in Underground, and maybe even as a bonus, you throw in Christmas Blast. You know know what I'm saying? And they could dub it the Sonic Ultra Mega Mix, kind of play off what they released previously, but basically be justified in calling it that because not only is it being released on 4K Ultra Blu-ray, but it's consist. But this one disc has this one or two disc disc or this one disc period would have all of the Sonic series complete and intact, and along with bonus features and even the Christmas special. So. Yeah, so yeah, it could be done. There's no doubt. Um, it, you know, it definitely could be done. I mean, you take a look at Disney. If Disney wanted to go that route with, let's say, Rescue Rangers, you know, they could. It would take two Blu-ray discs on standard definition to do that. But when it comes to 4K, it would take one. So again, you know, to answer the question and kind of close this out before my mom gets home and everything, uh, do I think it's the future? Absolutely. I definitely think it's the future. I definitely think um, it's something that they should look into, possibly, if they want to get more attention on their product. I think it's something that any, you know, like I said, I think it's something that a lot of studios should look into, either the the independent, like Discotech and Shout Factory and and Circle and all that, and Mill Creek, you know, or the well-renowned, you know, video distributors like Warner Home Video and Disney, you know, and Universal and such, I think it's definitely something to look into. 
because one, it will bring in extra revenue. And you're basically what you're doing is you're giving the people what they want. You're you're actually meeting the demand that they're asking for, even though they're not physically, even though they're not vocally coming out and saying, hey, do this. You know, you're basically giving them something, though, that they've been hoping for. And that's basically a lot of these shows on a format that they mostly use now. And that's either Blu-ray or 4K. And all you're doing is just doing exactly what you've done with your original DVD releases. You're just taking the master broadcast tapes and transferring them over to the Blu-ray and transferring them over to the 4K. And the one advantage about that uh, is basically the the 4K, and that was just my dog, she just woke up. Uh, the one advantage, uh, from what I understand, um, and that was just my dog again, she just woke up. She's got allergies. She's all right. She's good. Uh, but anyway, like I said, the one advantage, from what I understand, reading online through Wikipedia and stuff, that kind of would be justified in making it look a little better is the video codex. The video codex kind of, even though it's standard definition, you know, just the regular transfers put onto Blu-ray, the video codex kind of up it a little bit, not like a complete remastering, but it's like a tiny bump in quality, a little bit of a bump in quality, you know, from a picture standpoint and a sound standpoint. So yeah, you'd get a tiny bit of improvement, but not like an overall, an overhaul remastering, if you know what I mean. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a whole overhaul remastering like people would expect. It'd basically be just a bit of a bump in quality. I mean, it's kind of like when you put a DVD or a Blu-ray into a 4K Ultra Blu-ray player. You definitely see that because of the video codecs in the player, it bumps up the quality just a tiny bit. And that's what they're talking about with standard definition Blu-ray, that Basically, something that's already been released on DVD, you know, in standard definition, if it's dumped onto Blu-ray still in standard definition, just like it was onto DVD, then the quality, because of the codecs in the player and on the disc, would bump up the quality just a tiny bit. It would just, you know, bump it up just a tiny bit, make it a little bit more clearer, if you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, I think, honestly, it's definitely... To me, I definitely think it's the future. I definitely think it's a it's a, a, a direction they could go in um, if they decide to do it. So, so yeah, I definitely believe that standard definition Blu-ray, SD Blu-ray, and SD 4K, standard definition 4K Ultra Blu-ray, is the future should um, studios decide to go in that direction for to release complete series, to, to release complete series collections of the cartoons the animated program of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I can definitely see that being the, you know, being the case. But uh, anyway, though, guys, that's going to pretty much do it for this very short edition of Topics on My Mind for today, Tuesday, the 6th of October, 2020. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, check out my other places here, um, on, uh, here on YouTube, like subscribe to Brian's, my second channel, Brian's Discussions. Help me to get it to a thousand subscribers on that, as well as check out my BW Roses discussion podcast. You can find it at various podcast locations, you know, anchor.fm, of course, being the main place, the main source of where it's at. You can also find me at Spotify, Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Breaker, Stitcher, you name it. I'm still working on the Pandora situation. I don't know what's going on there. And, um, also, uh, check out my Patreon. 
which uh, you can uh, go to the about section here on my YouTube channel, scroll down and you will see my Patreon there. As a matter of fact, um, let me uh, get, let me kind of, uh, let me see, Ted, hold on. Yeah, check out my Patreon page. It'll be under Brian Walmer. Check out that. It's under Brian Walmer. Um, if you want to do that, it's under the Brian Walmer name. Um. Let me just make sure of that, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, it's under the Brian Walmer name. Just check that out. Um, um, if you like, it's a dollar a month, not much. So I really appreciate you guys if you can help me out uh, with that. So anyway, though, guys, uh, thank you all for watching. And that's all I'm going to say. So till next time, take care. God bless. Stay safe. And I will talk to you all later. God bless. God bless again. And uh, I am out. Peace. Thank you all for watching and commenting down below when you get a chance.